If you are looking to expand your marketing campaign, your strategy, your reach, then TikTok is a great place to be right now, um, especially because of the monthly users. Um, we're going to talk about five steps on how to successfully create a TikTok marketing strategy, things that you're not thinking about right now and things that you will be thinking about in the future after you watch this episode or listen. <laughs> This is The Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Number one, identify your goals. This is probably the um, number one answer for any campaign. doesn't have to do with TikTok. doesn't have to do with anything else. Is What do you want to do? Like, why are we getting on TikTok? Like, if we Bitbranding was going to start a TikTok strategy, we need to figure out why or what's good for us. Like, are we going for amount of views? Are we going for exposure? Do we want people to call us to build a website? Like, what do we deem as successful? Because otherwise, we're just like, hey, let's make these cool videos. And what do we expect from them? Well, I mean, we made cool videos. Well, that's great. But what are they supposed to do? Are we supposed to just get views? If, if so, great. And we did well there. If not, if it was supposed to bring in business, then it wasn't successful, but we, we've got to be able to write it down, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, video views could be one of your goals. Um, conversions, right? Mm -hmm. How many people you, out of how many videos or how many video views, how many conversions you want to get or how many people contacting you, mm -hmm. you know, you want to get. Um, and I would say because this is such a new platform and there's probably not a lot of information or data out there mm -hmm. from this. Um, I would just experiment and take your goals on a week by week basis, right? Yeah. Um, figure out, okay, this first week, the goal is to reach this many amount of people mm -hmm. and then experiment with, or maybe this month, I don't know, experiment with, you know, how many times you're posting, um, how many people you're reaching, the type of content that you're creating. Um, so then you can get better data. Um, but absolutely, I think the very first thing is figuring out a goal that you have in mind um, that you want to hit. Um, Otherwise, you have nothing to work towards. Right. And number two, this will stop you right here. So if you're a number two and you can stop listening to the podcast now or watch, stop watching the video, if your audience isn't on TikTok, you should do some kind of research. And there's a large amount of people on TikTok. So, but there are certain demographics that are, I guess, more prevalent or more uh, relevant and on the platform and engaged on the platform. Mm -hmm. So if it doesn't make sense for you, then it may not be the best thing for it. There's a lot of other places to make um, money. And I saw somebody, I saw an ad the other day as like a webinar for like TikTok, how to go viral and how to do whatever. Like somebody's charging like 97 bucks to go through this webinar for TikTok. I'm like, TikTok's so new. Like this guy is just, it just makes me mad because it's like, you have no idea, no nothing here. So it was like some guy who's had 12 years of experience in the uh, automotive industry and running a successful business and he teamed up with somebody who has 12 million views on TikTok and they're giving a webinar on how you can go viral. And it's like, ugh, that's just really bad. Um, but more importantly, I guess the thing to, to note here is that if your audience isn't there or if you guys don't find value with it after you've identified your goals and started something and figured out like, hey, we're not going to be able to get business off of this. Don't continue to do it. The last thing we want you to do is spend five hours or 10 hours a week and it hurts your business because you focus that time on it, but it never brings you any real business, then don't do that. Now, that being said, you should always test things, but 
never put your business in jeopardy to test a new platform because it's hot right now. Um, so make sure that your audience, what we should really focus on here, make sure your audience is on TikTok. And if they are on TikTok, then great. If not, then reevaluate and see if it still makes sense for you to do it there. Yeah. And to be honest, I think they might be surprised on whether their audience is or if they could niche out mm-hmm. just to cater to that audience and have a different messaging to the audience on TikTok, mm-hmm. right? Um, someone, it was a car salesman, actually. It, he's probably viral, you've probably seen him. Uh-huh. Um, but he just gives car buying tips on on TikTok. And he's highly successful. And I would have never thought that, you know, you would think about TikTok, you take obviously a younger demographic, they're probably not ready to buy cars or anything like that. Um, but he's just highly successful because he's just genuine and authentic and mm-hmm. he's given out really good valuable content which is actually our, our third one right here it's a good segue it's like <laughs> you knew that the next one was um so yeah let's talk about number three it is you know posting valuable content but going back it's you know he figured out a way to talk to that audience right mm-hmm. that resonated with them and it was just a straight head-on like no bs this is what happens in the car sales you know industry um this is what you need to be paying attention to when you're ready to buy a vehicle mm-hmm. right so I think the the way he approached it and his messaging and the way he was in it was just perfect for the audience on, on TikTok. Yeah, the way he did it, like, I think I know what you're talking about. Like, he made me think, like, all right, this is, like, some kind of insider secret, like, hack stuff that, mm-hmm. like, nobody else is going to know or, like, only the people who follow him know. So I'm like, all right, now I know I'm not going to get... Because it also, he played to the, fa- to the notion that, like, people think they're going to get screwed by the car salesman. So he's like... Yeah telling people like, hey, look, this is how you get the best deal for your car. This is how you go shopping for a car. Mm-hmm. I know because I'm in the industry. And by doing so, it's like if they live in that area, you know, they're more, I don't know where he's from, but like more than likely they're going to be like, hey, look, I want that guy to sell me my car. I know mm-hmm. he's he's trustworthy. I saw him online. He's fun. He's authentic. Well, not um, only that, but, you know, whenever he's ready to, I mean, I know you were saying that, um, it, I don't think it's the same guy, but, Whenever he's ready to create a course on yeah. how to buy a vehicle, he could do that. Yes, he already has the audience for it, mm-hmm. right? And this, someone was talking about this recently because I remember that exact same thing. Where you know you have to go out and create your audience mm-hmm. to then be able to sell something super easily, right? Yeah. So if you're on TikTok and for a few months you're just talking and building your audience and just gaining engagement not necessarily creating any conversions or anything like that, but you're just prepping and getting all these people ready to mm-hmm. whenever you release some sort of online course or package on how to do X, Y, Z, then you already have. They're ready to buy. Yeah. They're ready to buy at that point. Yeah. We were. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, you should build the audience first, sell it, then build the course. Like mm-hmm. that's like the the method or the tried and true way. Yeah. But let's jump to number three because I feel like we were... Um, yeah, going there. Um, yeah, so val- valuable content. Um, and to be honest, like if, if you're on TikTok, then I mean, this guy did it in a very kind of, like I said, dry, no BS, like to the point. There's no frills, no dances, nothing like that. Um, but that resonated with the audience, right? And it was it was valuable. But, you know, you're in TikTok, you're in the platform, so there is a lot of fun things going on. Oh, I love it. Where you could just be very creative on how do you deliver that content, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where it can be valuable and you don't have to be necessarily 100% serious, but you can use the platform to still share value while 
also doing these challenges and things like that. Yeah. You know? And that's, I think that's part of this too, is like, you should be yourself, but also take it, like if you do a, like, like a duet or you do something like that, like Mark Cuban had one, he's Mark Cuban. So obviously he went pretty viral, but he did a Mark Cuban or he did a, a duet with somebody who's like the top five worst names in the world or something like that. And one of them was Mark. And it was just literally like him just sitting here, like as he heard like John and uh, yeah, uh, Joe, you saw that. Yeah. And so he didn't do anything, but it's just like, it's Mark's personality and it's going off of somebody else. And now granted he had a lot of followers, but I think even if he didn't, like it's just funny because it's a guy named Mark and he's getting mad at this guy who's like really pissed off that all these people are like horrible names. And he's like, you're making fun of my name, Mark, mm-hmm. whatever. But then also he does some, I don't know if you follow Mark Cuban or not, but he does some dances and stuff that are not really that good, Yeah. but he does not with his daughter cause it's just fun and whatever else. So it's like showing that side of him. It's like, I don't know. It works for him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm very smart. Obviously he's a smart businessman, but I guess the point is like, even if he wasn't Mark Cuban, just being a dad and doing those things and doing what he does, like it works for him uh, because he's using what the platform gave him, which is like duets and doing some fun stuff and, but being himself too, right. which I would love to see him do more business advice stuff on TikTok Cause you know, he would blow up on that. Yeah. And he might, I mean, that's the thing. Like, his strategy right now is probably just awareness, right? Mm-hmm. Just being um, open and available to that particular audience, right? Smart, where, yeah. Where if he just hangs out on LinkedIn, like he's never going to reach, you know, those people. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that Gary has done very well is being omnipresent. Gary yeah, Gary Vaynerchuk. Being omnipresent everywhere, mm-hmm. right? And having the ability to, um, I mean, nowadays you, you talk to a teenager, they know who Gary Vee is. You talk mm-hmm. to a, a businessman, they know who Gary Vee is. You talk mm-hmm. to a marketer, they, you know. So a lot of people know who Gary Vee is because of, I think, his omnipresence and the way that he's just stretched out his messaging through. Right, but the message, the right platform. message for the right places too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he's doing stuff on TikTok that's completely different than what he does at a boardroom for Pepsi. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's absolutely true. And it's really just smart too because he's playing that long game. Is like that sixteen-year-old kid probably isn't going to be worth anything to him right now. It may not be worth anything in the future, but in ten years he may have a ridiculously successful app that just goes crazy. And he's like, "Wow, watching this video from Gary made me start this business." Mm-hmm. You just never know. It's ten years. You had to wait ten years to make that happen. But um, it just—I mean, reciprocity pays dividends, I guess, on that part of it. Yep. All right. Thank you guys so much for uh, listening. This is a little pause in the interruption here uh, is to let you guys know a little bit more about us. And right now we're talking about our leads accelerator. This is a complete system, a complete package for you, that service-based business owner who wants to find a way to scale their business without working more hours. You're tired of the inconsistent, low quality leads, and you want a steady stream of high quality leads that you can take more of without having to work more. If this sounds interesting to you, if this sounds like, how the heck do I make that happen? It seems like it's a scam. Um, it's it's not too good to be true, uh, but it is um, a process and it is a proven method that you should check out and you can do so um, to get a free strategy session by going to apply.bitbranding.co. Again, that's apply.bitbranding.co. Fill out the, uh, the calendar link there and uh, schedule a time for your free strategy session. That simple. <laughs> All right, so step number five, and I think there's number four, sorry. 
Um, it's a, a combination of a couple of things. Like, and I think you mentioned using the tools that they use, that they give you. Right. Right. Um, but also using hashtags. I think using the right hashtags is crucial for this platform. Kind of like how Instagram, you're able to search for those hashtags and, mm-hmm. and find the content that you want. Um, same thing with the hashtags, especially, um, I think as a, as a global, um, measure, TikTok also gives you what are the hashtags that are trending. Yeah. I think, I guess they combine Instagram with like a little bit of Twitter in there. Cause Twitter does give you what's trending, mm-hmm. um, as far as hashtags. So TikTok does the same thing and you're able to, um, obviously once that hashtag is insanely, you know, in the top one, two, three, four, five, like you may not have a good chance of. I guess reaching the people. Maybe you do mm-hmm. um, if if it's good enough, right? It's just harder. Yeah, it's was- harder because there's all just a lot. The volume is just insane. But if you're able to capture new trends while they're still very mm-hmm. young, um, you could be super successful by using you know those right hashtags in there. And some people are saying like, so this is March of 2020 when we're recording this. Like, ah, oh, I can't go viral as easy. Like it used to be like you create a video, use certain hashtags, you did these five or six things. Like, boom, you went viral. Mm-hmm. And I think there was it was one, it was called For You, F-O-R, like Y-O-U. And there was, at the time when I used it, it was like 200 million like people had used it. Now I think it's like 3 billion. But I used it, and I was like, oh, well, I don't know what this means, but I'm going to use this hashtag. Or whatever. It, and it spread like crazy because I used the hashtag. Mm-hmm. But to your point, it's like it's no longer as effective because so many people are using it, and more people are posting on the con- on the platform now it's still really far in its infancy stage, but it's not as easy as like, all right, there's a thousand people and one person makes a video and that person's going to go viral because there's just so many people consuming and not enough people creating. Mm-hmm. That's not the case anymore, but you still can go viral, but you should also do some research on those, those hashtags and which ones you should use. Yeah. And I think once the, those videos start hitting other platforms and I've seen this more and more every day mm-hmm. where you see TikTok videos on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. I think at that point, you know, like, okay, this is like, everyone has seen this already. Yeah. Right. Um, if it's something that's still living in the platform and thriving there with, while still not mm-hmm. going to the other platforms and you know, you're hitting it at the right, at the right time. There's like a hashtag on, I think on Instagram or so, somewhere out there. It's like, keep TikTok videos on TikTok. Like you <laughs> should search for it sometime. But there's like a few polls that I've followed from people from. It's like, hey, do you like to see TikTok videos on Instagram stories? And like 60% of people were like, yes. And 40% were like, no, it's annoying. Like it, it's just a fun debate and back, you know, going back and forth. But I guess the point is that like from what you're saying is that it's gotten so popular now that it is spread across. Like, so you see TikTok videos. I shared a TikTok video on Facebook and I was like, I would never do that. Like it has nothing, no purpose for Facebook, but it was like a cool, funny dance video. And so, yeah, we put it on Facebook. The so. worst, I think the worst is whenever you're on Facebook and then you click on a blog post link and then that has a Twitter embed of a TikTok video. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's insane. It's like, a lot of times, like you see something on Facebook and you go to a blog post to go back to a different social network. Yeah, you know? it's like they're trying to cheat, cheat Facebook for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Our last one here is to create content that matches your audience, but more importantly, tracking those results. So we talked number one about setting your goals. Number five, track the results. So like Christian said, once a week, like because the platform's so new, track your results, see if it's effective for you. And then 
at the end of that week, figure out, hey, does this measure up? Does this not measure up? Is this something scalable for us? Is this something we should do more of? Did we create three videos and we like had 100,000 views? Should we create six videos or should we create more engagement with these videos? So figure out what you're testing and track those results and just look at it over time. You know, give yourself a 30, 60, and 90 day metric of saying, hey, look, this is what we've done. We've started to trend up. This makes sense. This is part of our strategy. We should spend more time on it. And then, um, you know, if it's not, then you can reevaluate and say, hey, great, it's fun to do, but maybe we just do it once a month and we reevaluate next quarter or we reevaluate in a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And some people want to be thinking like, oh, how do I track this? And I mean, to be honest, it might be a manual process where you're just putting numbers based off of what you figured out in your goals into a spreadsheet. And mm-hmm. if you want something a little bit more powerful than that, then using something like Airtable, mm-hmm. um, where you could potentially just run a report or create a graph super easily um, from the metrics that you're you're following uh, right there on, on Airtable. I don't know if there might be some tracking um, software metrics for TikTok as far as like analytics and to give you reports. I really haven't heard of anything like that. Um, but I think this is more of you're just starting out, you need to figure out, mm-hmm. you know, what are the numbers that you're really wanting to get behind and, and figure out if this is actually going to work or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be, yeah, a little bit of a manual, you know, burdensome process to, you know, track these numbers. Um, but it'll be absolutely beneficial um, in order to be successful on any, I mean, any kind of marketing strategy. Right. Yeah. Let's just go back to the basics here and just figure out what you're tracking. Let's just track one or two things at a time and you can do that. Mm-hmm. They've been getting better at their statistics too. So like you can see how many people have viewed videos. Great. But you can also see how many people have visited your profile and liked your videos. And those are just good metrics to start with. So just go with that and track it, make it super simple um, and make sure that you're just actually looking at tracking it not just going out there and spending a ton of, ton of time creating the content and you don't know if it's good or not. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Marketing Natives. Today was five steps to a successful TikTok marketing strategy. We hope you got a lot out of this. And if you did, and this is your first time, please make sure you hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, um, iHeartRadio. Make sure that you hit subscribe so you don't miss out on every episode that comes out on Mondays. And if you've been listening for a while, make sure that you go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us an honest rating and review. It takes maybe two minutes, and it really helps us grow, but it also gives us some really good feedback on whether or not we should continue to create content like this. Will you want to mo- want to know more about TikTok? Or if you want to know more strategic um, advice or you would like to see more interviews, we want to know, we want to hear from you guys. So uh, make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts and do that, and we will talk to you guys next week. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding. 